Bem-vindo, gente. Welcome back to another episode of Si Se Puede here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. Now, today, my conversation is with the lovely Indy Santos. Now, Indy Santos just finished up her Big Brother 24 experience less than a month ago. Um, so she's recently out of the house. She's still uh, accumulating to regular life. Um, but I'm so grateful that she took time out of her day to come have this conversation about Latina and Hispanic representation, especially how it inter is intersectional with the experience of Latino women. Um, Indy is originally from Sao Paulo. Uh, she moved to America in pursuit of her dreams with only $2,500 in her bank account. A super fan of Big Brother Brazil, she applied to both the Brazilian version and the American version and was selected as one of the 16 house guests for the 24th season of the US version. Indy is an advocate for women everywhere, and she talks about the intersectional identity between being a Latina person and a woman. Uh, we had a fantastic conversation. She's super empowering and has a great perspective on life. Um, and I am excited to share this discussion and conversation about how her intersectional identity has shaped both her life as a whole, as well as her experiences on Big Brother and afterwards once the season ended. So I'm incredibly grateful for her time and I'm excited to share you all my conversation with the phenomenal Indy Santos. All right, everyone. Today I am joined by the incredible Indy Santos. Indy, how are you doing today? Hi, I'm pretty good, how are you? I'm good. Indy, do you want to introduce yourself to anyone who might not be familiar with who you are and your recent stint on Big Brother? Of course. So my name is Indy. I am from Santos, Sao Paulo, in Brazil. I live in LA. I just finished, I just got out of the Big Brother house. I was the first full immigrant and the first Brazilian in the Big Brother house. And... Yes, right now I'm working, I'm like, I'm a businesswoman, I'm a self-made woman, so I'm working with my social medias and towards like with brands that I believe and that I love. I'm creating some really like amazing content about spirituality, manifestation, things that I believe and that I love. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to talk to you. Yes, thank you for joining us. Now, uh, like you said, you just got out of the Big Brother house, and I know we talked a little bit before we hit record, but how has life been, if you want to talk about that, like in the last couple of weeks since you ended the experience? I'm assuming it's been super hectic. Yeah, it's it's something that I never experienced before. Uh, I got home, and I'm like, all my friends left, all my the house guests that were with me in the Big Brother house left, and now, like, we keep calling each other. So pretty much I'm talking to Jasmine and Joseph more than I talk to my mother. Because I think like right now we really need someone that really understand, fully understand what we have been through. And our family, unfortunately, don't get it. Mm -hmm. And even if they try and even like if they are supporting us, it's something that only us can experience. Uh, but I'm trying to figure out like there's no... this whole new chapter it's a new indie the old version stayed uh when i left my house to go to the hotel signing up for the big brother house so now i'm trying to embrace my new version and open up for her and see what she has for me <laughs> yeah and um so i know on the show you talked a lot about how you were a fan of big brother brazil what's your experience like getting involved with big brother 24 what do you mean? Like, so did you like what? Um, did you apply? Had you applied for Big Brother Brazil before you ever? I did apply for Big do... Brother. I did apply for Big Brother Brazil last year, and I did this year. And when I sent the application for this year, it was when I sent the application for uh, U.S. version. Okay. So I did apply at the same. I record the video at the same day, so yeah. for both, one in English, one in Portuguese, by myself in my living room. <laughs> so 
yeah and uh, and big brother usa happened first and that's why i decided that was a good shot for me and being like uh the first brazilian in the house bringing that representation was really important for me and was something and not just that like a self-made woman that empower woman i know what i did with my life and i know how much work it took for me to to be who i am so being able to show that in in the national television like at cbs that's one of the biggest uh channels it, it is the biggest channel here in the u.s it's really important it was amazing um just in terms of like representation itself uh like growing up do you remember any examples of especially when you were watching american content of the first time you were able to resonate with a story or a movie or a tv show because of there being a latino woman or a brazilian person uh, I think the only time that I felt that related with the American, the entertainment in America was uh, tr- uh, through Sofia Vergara. Yeah. And I know she's like a huge Latina, rep- she does a huge Latina representation. Growing up is the only version that I could like relay myself. But of course, thank God we have Anita right yes. now like she's doing an amazing job she is like oh my gosh like she's 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 doing an amazing job and uh it's a great representation and that's like inspired me i literally like on the jerry house when i was struggling that i was still locked down i couldn't talk to my friends i took i couldn't get my phone i couldn't do anything we could just like watch netflix and amazon prime so i watched uh anita um show like the the documentary that netflix has with her two times <laughs> because that helped me to remember who i am and what i'm doing and uh, helped me to come back to myself and like see what she's doing she did of course she has a totally different journey than me mm-hmm. she she grew like she grew herself in brazil and then she expanded to the world i came to america it's a different journey, but at the same time, I see her like as a huge representation of a self-made woman, like a badass. That's that's what I call. Do you have a favorite Anita song? Oh my gosh! Actually, my favorite song right now is "Tudo Nosso." That's the one that she talks. It's not only her; it's her and like some other guys, some Brazilian singer. I think it's Felipe Hatchi. I'm not sure. And but- Dallas as well, right? What? Uh, Anita Dallas and Filipe Hechi, like the three of them? Maybe, yes. Yeah. The name is Tudo Nosso. And yeah. it's because on at the end of the song, she talks about her community. And that's one of the things that I was most like talking the Brazil, in the Big Brother house. I don't know if you guys ever saw it, but it's like, I came to this place. I did this. I did that. I did that. Like, I cannot. I own my own shit out the you know, the money is mine. I buy whatever I want. So it's like, I, I like that version of a woman that knows who she are, who she is and like bring, knows what you bring into the table. And I always had that personality. I have like friends, like common friends with Anita. And uh, my friends are like, we never, I'm never, put, my, my friends like, I'm never putting you guys together. He's, mm-hmm. he calls her Larissa. <laughs> He's like, I'm never putting you and Larissa together. You guys are gonna explode the world yeah and like, that's what i want yeah when yeah I you're voted, a little firecracker yeah even when i voted like for uh taylor at the end of my season i say i love you anita because i want like you know i want yeah. like her to know me and to connect with me because i know like we can create like amazing things together yeah um if you had one hoh would your playlist have been mostly like oh yeah she music? was anita she was yeah. the first one yeah yeah um so uh, in terms of like your Latina background, uh, did you ever feel so? I'm pretty sure your season had a couple of Latina people, Latina people, uh, uh, Monty and Paloma, and I want to say Nicola as well. Did you ever feel a bond with them because of your shared experience as Latina people? No, no? They, are, they are. Their parents were Latinos. Yeah. They were not like yeah. they, they they were born in America. So yeah. it's like something totally different. I was okay. I I. I was like the version of their parents. Yeah. You know, so I was not. Yeah. I, 
I didn't feel like bonded to them. You didn't have that shared experience of like being a first generation American or like immigrant. It's not the same. Yeah. It's yeah, um, totally different. But I, of course, like me and uh, Monty, you should like to try to speak Spanish, talk Spanish with me. But yeah, that was the only thing. But nothing yeah. like, oh my gosh, you've been through this. None of them did have yeah. ever experienced anything that I did. Their parents, yes. Like Joseph, like I was talking about his dad and the, they, they, uh, how his dad like struggled. His dad is also an immigrant. That I felt more related because he was open to talk about yeah then people that were like the second generations of Latino. okay that makes sense um and then in terms of like the other house guests did you find it to be a struggle just because you were the only one in the entire house that like had this experience like english is your second language in a social game like you also i don't know about you but like maybe sometimes you might have to think in Portuguese and like what's the translation and that's something your other house guests would never have to think about like uh, yeah the- I never see myself like of course it is a struggle and it is harder and of course my vocabulary in English even if I live here like for nine years is not the same as someone that was born here uh, it is a there is a struggle but I never think about that like yeah. I never put myself down because of that. Actually, I put myself up because I can speak their language and they cannot speak mine. So that was even like a moment that uh, in the house that Joseph like started making fun of me because I said something and then Alisa started laughing and they started laughing and then Alisa was like, oh, I'm sorry, baby. I'm like, sorry for what? I'm Mm -hmm. like, you're saying sorry to yourself because I can understand you fully. You, if I start speaking my, my language or my other two languages that I know how to speak, you won't be able to understand anything. Yeah. So you should be sorry to your, like, to your, towards yourself, not, not to me. Don't be sorry to me. I'm amazing, honey. <laughs> like, I'm smart. If you, if you think like that a person that was not born here, that struggled her whole entire life to come to America by herself without saying hi, with $2,500 from the favela, are at the same place as you at the same big brother house as you if you think that person is dumb and you were the smart one huh no sweetheart you need to go back and educate yourself because something's up with you i'm like actually the smartest person that's something that like i'm very proud about like how empowering that is like you have to be really smart to know multiple language let alone just like two languages like you know four languages which is incredibly uh empowering and like it's it's you have to juggle a lot of different like grammar rules vocabulary like just like the small little things that people might not even consider and the fact that you know four languages and you were uh being a queen in the big brother house uh playing this game in english uh that was like super cool to see that also i loved seeing like every time you would speak in portuguese that was like very uh awesome to see uh, in terms of for my own representation yes and oh thank you you gave shout outs to someone named Enhiki, and that's my brother's name also so you were saying <laughs> Enhiki, and i'm like oh my god these are the same three people that like i would be like my mom my dad and my brother like if <laughs> like just seeing myself um that would there. Be your, i'm representing you <laughs> you're literally representing the three people that like you're giving shout outs to the uh, three most important people in my life so yeah that's amazing yeah. Um, in terms of like uh, the the like, I don't know how much you've been able to watch of the show, but did you ever feel like there was like a disconnect between like what people were perceiving you as just because like I know firsthand Brazilian culture is very different than American culture. Uh, did you feel like there was a disconnect between the audience's perception of you because they don't understand the Brazilian nuances or the like lacking American nuances as well because it's not just Brazil it's like we're more fiery we're very more mm-hmm. direct um compared to like Americans where I feel like it's a lot more like passive uh conversation yeah I I feel I felt that when I left the house like people started saying like oh my gosh you didn't see that's all my all my comments it's like we didn't see this version of you First, yeah. because I had like to keep like my Latina side like you know on sleep mode because I I would do everything different if the audience could vote. Like, yeah. it would be a different game if it was, like, as the Brazilian version. 
And uh, I felt that people like didn't really get to know me because mm -hmm. I am like, I am more like authentic and I'm more like I speak up my mind. And of course in the game, on that scenario, the way the dynamic is in the game, you cannot do that. You cannot mm -hmm. be yourself. You cannot speak your mind. It's literally the opposite of that. Unless yeah. you were like, you were so like good, like as Taylor, that she's like just around and the mess is around and she's in peace. Something that I admire so much. I'm not like that, honey. If you're making yeah. my life hell, I'm going to make your life hell three times and you'll never forget me. So Her resilience <laughs> and strength is so empowering because I, I know myself, I would have like, I could not have done. And she is such a strong woman and like yeah, seeing her journey strong, was so empowering. And it's like, it's crazy how it goes. Like, because I'm like, I admire that because I cannot do that. Yeah. If and you she got hit with the BS on day one and like powered through and like, that's, that's like a fighter right there. Yes, exactly. It is. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one thing that I really appreciated, like this is a small little detail that um, I'm sure you remember, but when uh, I forget who was the HOH, but when you and Alyssa were put up the first time, um, and you were like, I don't need any hugs right now. I kind of want to just be by myself and process. And I felt that was very emblematic of like, uh, the Brazilian or like Latin experience of like, you need to deal with it yourself. Otherwise you might like get hot and you need a little bit of time to simmer down. Whereas like, uh, Alyssa was like, no, I'll take hugs from everyone. I was like, okay, Indy, I feel like represents my culture and like what I know my family would react to like my mom would have been the same exact way like she needs a moment to cool down before and like process everything before like dealing with it and that was something small that uh, I noticed and I appreciated yes that's for sure like for me in in moments that people usually have that I don't like people to feel sorry for me especially if I'm hurt because of their own fault. So if you hurt me, I'm not expecting the, per the person that hurt me to come back to me and say, sorry, so I'm going to fix myself. I know I don't expect that person that broke me to pick my, my pieces and put them together. I don't give them the power. They already had the power to hurt me and they, they use it against me. So... <laughs> It's like, I won't give you the power of like, oh, or the opportunity to still like, you know, try to fix me or hug me or feel sorry for me. That that's something that I don't accept. And people can see that as like, oh, she's defensive or she's protecting, you know, herself, blah, blah. Yes, I'm protecting myself because yeah. I am the only person I'm first. I'm the most important person in my life. Secondly, I'm the only one that can save me and they can heal me. I know what I've been through in life and I'm not letting other people to think that they have the power to hurt me or to feel sorry for me. That's no such a thing. I don't give that power away. And that's some, I think, Latina stuff for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that, going back to Sofia Vergara, that like is something that I see in both of you is like, in even in her character in Modern Family, I like she's very like, self-driven and like is doesn't care about others uh for the most part and mm -hmm. wants like knows that she's done a lot for herself yeah um so uh i also wanted to talk about like some scripted stuff as well so uh like what were some of your uh like least favorite stereotypes of latinos that you have seen on tv that you would hope that more positive representation could change the maybe like idea that Americans might have. And this could also be in reality shows that you've seen, just like in general, anything you've seen. I don't really watch like a lot of TV, uh, but I figure like the, the way that people see Latinos or even the, like the, the Latinos, the way that they see the other Latinos, especially like a woman that left her house, her country, and she moved to another place, another state, another another country and she started like you know learning english or improving herself and you know making some money and there was like some girl in brazil her name is brenda she was on tunio do amor last season um she did a video yesterday talking about this and i was like i i related to her so much that talking about every single woman that get out of her house 
following her dreams and she started like going for her dreams, people judge as she's like, you know, uh, mistress or like judge that, uh, assume that she has like, she's selling her body or she's doing like something wrong to survive and that's why she gets the money or that's why she's traveling so much or that people assume those things. And I think that's like something that I want to help you break it or, you know, like, I don't want like that to be the reality anymore because people assumed so much stuff from me based on what they think. Like I moved to LA by myself. I start working. I study so much. I cleaned so many houses. Nobody sees that. Everybody sees like the indie traveling all the time, the indie working in a private jet and who is the who is the old guy that's paying for Indy's bills? Who, who with who like Indy's sleeping with? So I think the, this whole construction about Latinas or women's in general that move from their city, move from their comfort zone, looking for follow her dreams or for like a better life, we all get judged by that, and we all get like experienced like hate by. It. I I being asked like being asked on my on my Instagram, I was just talking to Jasmine and Lisa right now. They're texting me some stuff and Lisa saying like, oh, they're making fun of me because of these. And Amira was like, they're making fun of me because of this. I'm like, I, they're not making fun of me, but they keep and ask me when I'm going to open our OnlyFans account. Thinking that it's going to insult me. And I was like, it won't insult me. <laughs> First, I don't give you the power to insult me. Secondly, I'm not feeling so like if I'm, com I'm being compared to a girl that is confident by herself because you need to be confident that loves herself and that's out there with her OnlyFans account to sell her own pictures about her own body, doing her own things to provide a better life to her parents, to her kids, to even to her husband or, you know, to be yeah. able to sponsor her own dreams. I'm not, you were not insulting me with that because I'm so proud of those women. Like, if like you were comparing me to them, take me. I'm okay. Like, yeah. I won't be insulted by that. And even when people ask me, like, oh, my friends, you should send me like messages when I was like, I lived in Dubai for five months when I was in a crisis emotionally. I went to Dubai. My friend invited me to work for her. I was selling my mermaid blankets in Dubai. And everyone thought that I was a hooker, that I was like selling my body. And I was not. And I know that. But every time that someone came up to me and it was like, oh, baby, they, they keep saying this in our city or they keep assuming this and that. I'm like, I don't feel insulted at all because those women in Brazil or everywhere in the world that goes out of their comfort zone and they are doing their work to provide better life for themselves for their family, for their kids. I love those women. You were not insulting me. I love that people were still like trying to get a better life. It doesn't matter the way that you found. Maybe you don't have another way. And that's how you were doing. So every time like when people assume something from Latinas, like even here, like they when I introduce myself automatically, like some people assume that I like, I dance on my bikinis and I'm a dancer and uh, this and that and that. I could be, and you were not insulting me. Like, I'm like, actually, I feel sorry for myself that I cannot dance as a dancer, <laughs> as a Brazilian dancer, because I should learn. I do, I take samba classes, samba lessons here in LA. So <laughs> it's like every time that they try to insult me at something, like I don't feel insulted. So it's pretty much how I defend my country and my vision about women in like, every single woman in this planet, but I'm mostly about the, how much judgmental, like, like the Latinas gets from, from the other countries and from television and, you know, for every single thing, like being a Latina in the Big Brother house, when I say that I was studying to become a sex coach, a relationship coach, everyone was like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, you, they, you can see in their faces, they start assuming stuff about you that, mm -hmm. It's not true, but if you're talking about some amazing women, you're assuming me and relating me with amazing women outside of the role, like they're fighting for their lives, doing it. I'm okay. 
So that was incredibly powerful to just like hear you speak about that. That was, I love how much of a cheerleader you are for women everywhere, but mm-hmm. also like that's so, uh, I'm trying to find the words. Uh, like I, I just loved everything you said and that was super amazing and empowering. Like the fact that uh, first things first, talking about like how you left your entire comfort zone, your family, like you left everything you knew to take this big risk and move everything and you work hard and you're very confident with who you are. And I just love the way you have things in perspective and uh, are your biggest cheerleader because that's, that's important. Like you, you are the only one living your life and it's important to be your own biggest fan and get you there. And that was like, honestly, very powerful to hear. So thank you for sharing that like entire, uh, discourse with me and this podcast like that was like very moving and like how uh everything you just shared yay thank you um but in terms of like when you were in the house what was the most exciting part of your culture that you couldn't wait to share with your uh your house guests when you got back in the outside world whether it was like brazilian food which obviously i'm sure you tried to cook some for them but like brazilian food brazilian culture anything that you were so excited to get to show them when you got out of the house and uh, the biggest thing, uh, there were two things, like Brigadeiro. Oh, yeah. I was like so excited. I, I made for them like on the Jerry house and Anita. So yeah. I want them to hear, to listen to Anita. So there was the two things that every single person that got in the house, in the Jerry house, they were like, Indy, we can, we can listen to Anita. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and like Joseph and Jasmine watched her, uh, her documentary with me on Netflix. So yeah, I think that was the two things that mostly, like, you yeah. know, I want to really share with them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Now I want brigadeiros. Now you got me hungry. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, and then uh, in terms of, like, the what what were some of the discussions that people would have with you, like, about culture? And, like, uh, I, there wasn't, I don't know how much of the season you've been able to see, but one of the last episodes when they showed, like, parts of the season that they weren't able to show in the episodes, they talked about your story, like they had the the celebration of your anniversary of moving to America that they showed clips of that party. And you talked, it talked about how you were the princess of the favela and how you came in your journey up here. But like, um, what were some of the important conversations that you remember in the house about like culture and being Latina and being Brazilian that like really stood out and made you uh, really proud of who you are in your culture? I believe like being uh, having that party for my one year of citizenship, American citizenship, was really important. So I could share my story for them, and I could set like the tone about who I was. And uh, that was early on in the. Uh, that was season, the right? first week, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Everyone was still in the house. Uh, um, I believe like the conversations that I had with there was a conversation that I had with with Paloma on the first week also like talking about minorities and like telling her to go and educate herself. I, I That was a clip I saw like in the first week. And I remember being like, oh my God, I love Indy so much. Not only is she Brazilian, but she's like incredibly, uh, like she's awesome. Like she's telling, I think you said something like uh, the, pe- the people of color are not Google. You can go Google yourself outside, but like- don't Yes, I'm like, stop. Yeah. And even though Taylor, like stop sharing. Stop yeah. explaining. Like you you don't need to educate like those kids, you know? Like it's yeah. not your, your position. And I think like after all, after the show and when uh, I went to Jerry and Kyle came to Jerry mm-hmm. and we get uh, through like every single thing that happened, uh, I think that was something that of course we, we didn't see through the camera, but I don't know what they show from the Jerry house. But I had a lot of like you know, they showed you walking out and taking a moment to like for yourself. They did show oh, you that. Like similarly, you needed you were getting emotional and you needed to take a breath and like yeah. go process everything by yourself. They did show that and then you came back to the conversation and gave him yeah. a hug and that's pretty much my memory of it. Yeah, uh when I came back to the conversation, I I could show him like how much work I had to put on to be on that show. Yeah. And explain to him that his behave make he the way that he, he behaved can make other people that are in the same position as me they're like a, like a american citizen that can apply for the show but 
English is not their first language and they feel like they can feel like, oh my gosh, look at Ainsley. She went to the show and then she's like, you know, being judged from other people and people were excluding her because of who she is. And I'm the same. Why am I putting myself in that position that she did? So that can literally kill others, other people's like mm -hmm. dreams, you know, yeah. because it makes like harder for me. He, he, the way that he proceeds, I, I love him. I respect him. We had a lot of conversations. I forgot, like, you know, it's forgiven, like it's in the past. And I'm giving him a chance. Like he texted me yesterday saying that he's learning, he's watching the show, he says sorry, he loves me, and blah, 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 blah. But it is a lot. It was a lot. And it's something that can affect other people's perspective about their own dreams, about their own capacity, about what they should do with their own dreams. If their dreams, like to go to the Big Brother house as well. And they will feel like now they won't come like clean that I was like, I, I, the way that I came, like I was in peace. I was not thinking about it. The next, the next season will have people thinking about like, oh my gosh, that can happen mm -hmm. to me. Yeah. And why am I going to apply? So it to, to be, you know, to, to go through that, unless you were super confident, I would apply anyways, but I think that would make me like paranoid about like everything and yeah. I'm like oh maybe they're doing this alliance maybe they're doing that alliance and all the way they're separating me from them so yeah no and that's a thing that was uh commonly discussed before big brother survivor and amazing race had that 50 percent black indigenous people of color casting initiative it's like i knew a lot of people that were like what's the point of me as a person of color applying when it's not going to be an equitable experience for me because i might be the only black person i might be the only latino person um and like i feel like it's a detraction for me to apply and even pursue this dream of mine and now like we're seeing a lot more representation so hopefully we'll see a lot more numbers of diverse applicants but then an experience like that is like scary for someone a person of color to put themselves in because they don't want that to happen to them in the same way and it could detract them so even with like positive representation from taylor from you it, it could be a, detra a detraction from getting people to pursue their dreams and follow that. And For like, sure. I hopeful that we see a lot more incredible people of color come through these shows and provide continuous positive representation, uh, regardless of the background. Like I'd love to see more indigenous people, like uh, people oh, from yes. uh, like America that like whose land was taken. I would love to see some of those stories on these shows in the future. Because I think that's another minority group that isn't represented. In. Yeah, like, we did. I, we didn't have any native um, yeah. Americans in the show, and it was like it's something that I, I would love to see yeah. as well and be part of it and learn from. Yeah, you know. Um, and thank you for sharing that all again because I and there was like a lot of like discussion about that outside of the house, and like I'm sure it was discussed in the house in the jury house, like especially in the jury house where you could have more private conversations about it and. Like, I am hopeful, like, and it seems like Kyle has been putting in a lot of work to, like, learn and, like, grow from this experience, which is all that we can ask after everything is said and done. Like, it was not great to see on the show, but hopefully we continue to see growth, but it just seems like he's putting in that work. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm giving he, him, like, the chance as, like, yeah. I made mistakes in the house, everyone did. Yeah. So, like, we all give each other chances, new chances, and new chapters. So. But again, you're not the library, you're not the teacher. You hope that everyone goes oh, and does yes. their own work That's outside why... without, like, uh, using in India's Google, like you said in that yeah. clip. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I, I want to ask you, like, as a Brazilian with your own business, uh, like, how does being a Latina businesswoman, and you've talked a lot about, like, what being Latina means to you. So, I feel like it's probably going to be a lot of similarities, but, like, as a Latina businesswoman, what is your perspective on like getting like your future, like the future for indie? Like what is next for you and how do you hope to incorporate like your experiences as a Latina in uh, like your pursuit with like your business and your brand deals and all that? Um, like, are you targeting specific like Latina collaborations? Or are you hoping to collaborate with everyone and I'm bring your Latina flair to it? I am open to all the type of brands, like all the American and Latina brands. Of course, I want to be the Latin representation. I want to be like, you know, that's, I think 
people tagged me so much about like she's the new Sofia Vergara. Let's you know keep indie on and like I hope I can do that. I hope I can be that and bring that up like as a new version of of or Sofia and like or a different version of her. But uh, it is tough to be a woman. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> being a businesswoman yeah. in this society. So, and the credits that we get, like, I think if you, if you research, uh, Latina women makes, I believe 43% less money than a uh, white American woman. I believe that's the right, I, the numbers. I, I, I used to study that before I went to the house. I don't know how the numbers are right now, but it is a lot. It's regardless of like the current numbers, it's a big disparity. It's like, at least over 40%. Like, yes. Yeah. So it's a lot. And uh, knowing that, it, it's still sad, but mm -hmm. I'm here to change it. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm here like to, with my own brand, with my own business, like we are opening like my, my clothing line about like the, the things that I say in the house, like for God's my sugar daddy, <laughs> all those things that I say in the funny stuff. We are all, we are creating the clothing line that's gonna be beautiful. I'm like out there with the agency, the Kale agency here in LA to help other influencers, to help other Latinos to get, you know, brand deals and and we need to expand, especially now that we have this rule that 50% of all the castings on on the TV has to be minorities. We need to take advantage with that. We we are in the right moment right now. So it's like, it's, it's especially right now, like I just finished, I just got out of the show. So I know the doors will be open, like for me, regardless, but I'm like focusing on my business and it's going to be, I know it won't be easy. I know it will be hard because people still like will judge me. We will assume, sh you know, stuff. Yeah. but like, I believe like we have like so much like, grace and like opportunities out there as latinos to grow and uh and make like a difference in this world because i don't know how much percent of the the america uh, the u.s country has of immigrants but i know it's a lot yeah so we are we are a lot of people <laughs> and i'm excited to have you in the community because i already since you've been out of the house you've been uh such an advocate for not only yourself but also like taylor and a lot of like the experiences that she went through you've been like uh remorseful a little bit about like some of your own actions which i appreciated like because not everyone does that and you owned up to things that happened but like you've been calling other house guests into conversations and i'm excited for you to be part of the community for future house guests to have that support system uh if they need it um because i feel like you're going to be an incredible person you're like also one of the only like latinas that i feel like will be a regular part of the community so i feel like especially for future latine house guests like that's going to be very important person i feel like you're going to be a great person to ha have in their corner um but uh did did anyone like did you teach anyone portuguese in the house that is i did uh teach turner a, a song okay. <laughs> and there was some phrases that they were always asking me to teach them yeah but uh i teach jasmine a couple things everyone i think everyone knows something uh yeah. joseph knows the most because we were like switching arabic and portuguese yeah. all the time the small arabic that he knows because yeah. i know more arabic than him but we're always switching and, but I think everyone knows something in Portuguese now. Like they all left the house knowing something in Portuguese. You know? If you had to have hosted a uh, Portuguese or Brazilian culture, Vito or HOH, who would have won? Besides you, of course. When I say the things I think, I believe either Monty because he speaks Spanish yeah. or Joseph because yeah. he also like gets some like Spanish thing. He lives in Miami, yeah. so. But somehow probably Michael would have ended up winning. Or Michael just wins anyways. Yeah, just wins everything. Um, <laughs> in terms, one last question for you. Uh, in terms of like Brazil, like do you have, have you heard a lot of like people in Brazil watching this season and like uh, showing your their support and also like Brazilians in America besides like me, obviously. And I know like has, what has been the feedback, the positive feedback you've gotten from the Brazilian community and even like Latino women as a whole? 
Uh, I felt like the Latinas, yes. Uh, the Brazilians that lives here, yes. The Brazilians in Brazil was harder because they couldn't watch the show. Yeah. And you know us. Like, if we can't watch it, we, are, we get over it. Yeah. So that's what that's one of my goals right now to yeah. be more uh, try to be closer to my to the Brazilian community and to yeah. show myself to the country. So um, I think like some 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 good things are coming yeah. and I, I will be able to do that to connect to them in a better version because the show was not easy to be watched back in brazil so yeah and big brother brazil is a big thing in brazil so hopefully there's a way that they can like either show your season in the future or like they can bring you on to like host a competition on big brother brazil or something like do some sort of like cross country like big brother uh, yeah that that would be amazing like that's actually is one of my biggest dreams to be on big brother brazil so yes so hopefully I'm, like i'm waiting for the chance first... the chance yeah. will come <laughs> yeah um and i feel like we would get a whole different indie on that show just oh because yes. like it's a different game it's a different yes experience. it's a different dynamic I, yeah. i'm pretty sure i i keep saying that like then you guys can be able to judge me from yeah. what i am because then i will be a hundred percent a billion percent myself yeah um, so, Indy, thank you so much for your time. I want to give you an opportunity uh, to, like, uh, share any, like, social media, promote what's next for you. And, like, what is next for you? I know you just have a lot of things going on right now. Um, thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for the interview. No, thank uh, you for your time. <laughs> uh, please follow me on Instagram, on Twitter, on uh, TikTok. I'm creating a lot of really good content for everyone especially to empower women, to empower people in general, because I believe that if we have a positive mindset, we can change the world and we change our reality. And I have like an online course coming out in a couple of weeks. I have my clothing brand. I have, I wrote a book about my relationships and my spirituality journey when I was in the jury house. I don't know when we're going to public that, publish that, but hopefully soon. I'm open for, you know, good interviews. If something that I, I believe in and I trust and that I like, I'm open for that. Book my camel if you want like some videos up from me, like birthdays, anything like positive. Like I'm, I want to go. I need to go on those tests. I have a test. I have like people are sending me like relationship questions. Like oh my gosh, I'm with this guy and doing this and doing this. What should I do? So book my camera like for whatever you feel comfortable with. I'm open to, you know, send you like a really nice video and be connected to me. I will be out there. I have a YouTube channel in Portuguese for whoever speaks Portuguese about my relationships, about my books going to be like literally about everything that I say in that YouTube channel, but it's all in Portuguese. I didn't get the chance to do in English because I want to do organically first. Yeah. So it was pretty much more like in my own language. So if people are interesting, go my, to my YouTube channel. There is a lot of episodes right there. And, and is that just yeah. Indy Santos and everything? Indy Santos, you're yeah. going to find me. Yeah. It's the yeah. same picture as on my Instagram. Pretty easy to find. So yeah, pretty much that. YouTube, my Instagram, stay connected. So when my manifestation course will be out, it's going to be amazing. And it's going to be like helpfully. Hopefully it's going to be helpful for Latinos and people in general to co-create their own dreams. And we already have the fire on. We Latinos, we're already like, we're ready yeah. to go. Sometimes we just like forget who you are. And that's why I create a course like to, you know, so we can create like a habit and a daily basis thing to be able to co-create our dreams. And, yeah. you know, and we have so much faith. So, And Latino joy is so important, especially in a country that like, we are the largest minority group with almost 19% of the population of America being Latinos. Um, but like, we're also very underrepresented. So it's like in media, in like support and like opportunities. So it's important to continue to see these spaces, safe spaces that you're creating for us in different avenues. Uh, so go check out Indy's sure. interviews and YouTube channels and all that. And thank you for all the work representing all of us and also just thank you for the representation that you provided me as an individual on this season it was super cool to watch you as soon as the cast dropped i'm like i'm not reading anything indy's my favorite she's my winner pick like <laughs> post the, like my friends and i do a draft and i didn't read any bios and i'm like i am putting myself first just so i can guarantee that i have indy on my team uh, because i i was so excited to see a brazilian like 
Um, uh, I know you met Abby Maria, but like w the same things that I felt when she was on Survivor, like I felt seeing you on Brazilian, like to have these shows that I care about and love so much to see people that I can relate to the culture about and like have Brazilian joy watching. That was a super cool experience. So I, as an individual, I really love seeing you on the show. Um, oh. And you had your Anita moment when you played the drums on the, on the punishment, but that was probably like not as fun as getting to perform with actual Anita. <laughs> Yes, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for the opportunity. Of course. Thank you yes. So much for um, and uh, follow Indie Everywhere and listen to Anita and eat some brigadeiros as you do so. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you so much for your time, Indie. I really, really appreciate thank it. Beijos. And there you have it, folks. My great conversation with Indie and really like that part about uh her experience and like her self-confidence was really inspiring to listen to like even in the moment and i kind of lost my train of thought uh and words uh after hearing that when i was just trying to say like how powerful that was to listen to um and i'm excited to see everything that indy does like i said at the end y'all are going to listen to some anita in this post-show moment. But before we do that, I just want to tell you what we have going on here on the Brazilian Dragon podcast feed. So on the main feed, we have cartoons discussions, uh, Disney Channel original movies. My friend Kate and I are going to be talking about Return to Halloween Town. That's going to be in your podcast feeds soon. We also have a Scooby Snacks and Chats podcast feed, which is Scooby-Doo Movies. We do a Total Drama Island rewatch series with my friend Autumn called We Want to Be Famous. We do a High School Musical, the Musical, the Series recap podcast with my friend Sam and my friend Caitlin, and that's called Pod Talk Jam and Break. Now, also, we do a Nail Movies podcast feed talking about these wild movies that feel like fever dreams from our childhood. We do have a tentatively booked Monster House podcast with the great AJ Norris, so stay tuned for that. Plus, I'm doing a Halloween special this year. Now, over to keep in touch with the Brazilian Dragon, you follow at Brazil Dragon Pod on all social media. That's the best way to stay up to date with what we're doing, especially the Instagram. I make a post for every podcast episode that we do there, and you can look at our back catalog and see images uh, from the different uh, conversations or uh, discussion topics. Now, if you want to get in touch with me as an individual, you can follow me at WhatTheFleep on all social media, or you can email me, Felipe, at BrazilianDragonPodcast.com. Now, as I announced on the Katia episode, this is going to be an ongoing series. Just because Latina and Hispanic Heritage Month ends tomorrow uh, on Saturday, October 15th, that doesn't mean that our conversations are, should stop. This is a conversation that needs to be ongoing and a repeated conversation in the industry. Latina and Hispanic representation really does matter. And I think this is a conversation that should happen year round. And it's not fair to the community uh, that we only have this month. And after doing these podcast series, I've really enjoyed doing it. I think it's an important conversation. I'm loving doing this. So I'm going to continue to have these conversations whenever I have an opportunity to bring you one. Um, it won't be as frequent and won't be the sole focus as the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network, but it will be something that I am excited to bring you content whenever possible. Now, like I said, you can follow me on all those social media handles. Uh, if you want a Latino project that I would recommend for this week, um, we're living in a good moment for uh, sci-fi, fantasy, Latino genre. So you can check out Werewolf by Night on Disney Plus with Gael Garcia Bernal. Or you can watch Andor on Disney Plus, which is a Star Wars show, the first Star Wars show with a face character that is Latino. And there is a lot of Latino culture in there, even in the indigenous aspects, like the intersectionality between indigenous and Latino cultures and like native people in uh the Amazons were there. I don't know what that sound is, but I feel like that's a sign that I should start winding this down. Um, so again, thank you so much to Indy. Thank you for Abby Maria for putting us in touch and getting this all coordinated. Please, please, please go vote for Abby Maria in the Fab Vote 40 contest, and that will be linked in the show notes. Um, and thank you so much to all the supportive guests over the time. Uh, hopefully, we'll bring you another conversation soon. And until next time, everyone, si se puede and echa palante.
não se encaixa. Pede meu tapa, pede o que eu faço. Tiro pro alto, aventura, sem medo de altura. O cão vem de baixo. Furto na feita. Bendita colheita. Habilidoso, feito Neymar. É que meu melhor momento é com ela do lado. Vai com o sol nascendo, multiplicando os pacos. Quero te ouvir gemendo. Dando baixo, sentindo a perna tremer, nosso corpo suado. Acho que é molhado, sabe me citar. Dentro da BMW, te dou a melhor vida. Ela vem por cima no embalo do trem. Dança na piscina, fumando meu pé. Ela é tipo Anitta, eu tô tipo rap. Com a visão de cria, me tornei o chefe. Mente nos negócios, hoje eu posso Nova milionária, nunca fui otária Eu vim de honório, se eu tô com a ganga Que vira um puteiro, casa em Miami Eu chamo dinheiro, lucrando o dia inteiro Do trap ao funk, tu só tá fazendo Porque eu fiz primeiro <risos> Se eles tão se achando Avisa pra baixar a cabeça Tu só tá aí porque Devagabunda, rebalando a bunda, eu deixo ele cego. Falou, falou, escala. 